for the week of July 31st, 2023. This is Diet Science with Dee McCaffrey. Dee's an organic chemist and nutritionist who lost 100 pounds by staying away from processed foods. She's now pursuing a doctorate in clinical nutrition. And every week on Diet Science, Dee covers a topic or two that's important for you and your family's health. This is your co-host, Michael McCaffrey. So Dee, what's the topic for this week? This week, we're talking about a study that was recently published in the American Journal of Respiratory and Critical Care Medicine, Mm -hmm. showing that omega-3 fatty acids are actually uh, really good for helping boost lung health. Lung health? Yeah, lung health, which, you know, we haven't really had a lot of uh, research on diet and its impact on improving lung health. Mm-hmm. And we know that, uh, uh, we know specifically that omega-3 fatty acids are good for reducing inflammation in the body, but there haven't really been a lot of studies looking at specifically how omega-3s impact the lungs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this was a, a new study that that looked at that specifically, mm. and they found that it's uh, it actually does have quite a good impact. Oh, lovely. Yeah, so um, so that was the one thing, you know, the, the researchers sort of uh, prefaced their um, their study by saying that, we know a lot about the role of diet in cancer and in cardiovascular diseases, but the role of diet in chronic lung disease is somewhat understudied. Mm-hmm. So, so they're look. They, they decided to look at this, um, and one of the things that we know about omega three fatty acids is that they are really not found in a lot of foods, especially foods that Americans eat commonly. Mm-hmm. So the best sources of omega-3 fatty acids are uh, cold water fish like salmon and mackerel and sardines, mm-hmm. um, and to some extent tuna. But tuna, um, you know, also has uh, issues with mercury. So mm-hmm. you know, oftentimes it's not recommended to eat tuna, uh, like not too much tuna. Uh, you know, in a week, uh, unless you take some kind of mitigation with helping to, you know, prevent the absorption of mercury from it. So, mm-hmm. um, so oftentimes tuna is not necessarily one that's recommended and salmon is the one that most people eat. Mm-hmm. But even with that, we don't see a lot of people eating salmon like two or three times a week. Mm-hmm. So, um, so anyway, so we since we don't have a a, a wide intake of omega three fatty acids, then we we tend to see you know inflammatory issues that occur in the body as a result of a deficiency of that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so here's the thing: the researchers developed a two part study, and they were investigating the association between omega three fatty acid levels in the blood. Mm-hmm. And the lung function over time. Mm. So, in the first part of their research, they conducted a uh, a longitudinal observational study that involved fifteen thousand and sixty three Americans, um, and they were looking to um, study the determinants of uh, risk for chronic lung disease. So. The, the participants that were studied were generally healthy when the study began, and the majority had no evidence of chronic lung disease in the beginning of the study. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then they comprised a racially diverse group of adults with an average age of 56 years. Mm-hmm. And about 55% of them were female. Mm-hmm. So, and they followed these participants for an average of seven and up to 20 years. Hmm. So this was a pretty robust type of a study. There, mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't just a, you know, a 90 day or a six mm-hmm. month study. This mm-hmm. was, you know, in some cases up to 20 years. And mm-hmm. basically the study showed that higher levels of omega-3 fatty acids in a person's blood were associated with a reduced rate of lung function decline. Mm-hmm. So meaning they, you know, as they aged, their lung function did not decline at the rate that they saw it in people who didn't have high levels of omega-3 fatty acids in their blood. Okay. So, um, and they they observed that the strongest association was for the particular omega-3 called DHA. Mm-hmm. So, um, just just to rehab re rehash or mm-hmm. repeat that we've because we've done numerous other studies on or i'm sorry numerous other podcasts on omega-3s but mm-hmm. just to recap there are basically three different main types of omega-3 fatty acids two of them are the ones that are uh, the ones that are the most used in the body for reducing inflama- inflammation and that those are dha and epa mm-hmm. um, and then the third one is called ala Mm-hmm. which is typically derived from plant food sources. Mm-hmm. Um, and ALA, interestingly, it does reduce inflammation in the body, but most of ALA is used as an energy source in the mm-hmm. body and not necessarily as a, um, you know, as a component of nerves and the brain function. So mm-hmm. um, anyway, DHA is the one that we find in fish. And we've, you know, previous studies have shown that DHA is the one that we really need for our brain health, Mm -hmm. the one that prevents dementia and Mm -hmm. that prevents, you know, the development of cognitive decline in Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. So we're now finding, they found anyway, that um, people who had the highest levels of DHA in their blood um, had the lowest rate of lung function decline. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're saying that that particular omega-3 fatty acid is the one that is the most um, effective in mm-hmm. in in the lung function mm-hmm. so and you know it kind of makes sense because it's it is a very powerful anti-inflammatory in the body mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that's a really important part so that so the first part was that they um, they looked at 15,000 people and found that those who had the highest levels of DHA in the blood, um, had the lowest rate of lung function decline. And then in the second part of the study, the researchers analyzed genetic data hmm. from a large Europe- uh, study of European patients, that over 500,000 participants mm-hmm. from, the, uh, from the UK, mm-hmm. um, and they studied certain genetic markers in the blood as sort of like an indirect measure or proxy for dietary omega-3 fatty acid levels. And then they wanted to see how that correlated with lung health. And the results showed that higher levels of omega-3 fatty acids, including DHA, were associated with better lung function. Hmm. So so this was important. So, um, so this is sort of what we would call preliminary research because the the research was basically studying um people that 
they were just looking at their levels of omega-3, but not necessarily um, putting them into a like an actual study where they give them omega-3s and, and then have them, you know, over time look at their lung function. So that's what they said. One caveat of the study was that... It was self-reporting. They, yeah, it was self-reporting, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another caveat was that it only included healthy adults at the beginning of the, the study. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we don't have any research yet showing that. What what would omega-3 do if someone already has some type of chronic lung disease mm-hmm. and then we start introducing the omega-3s will that help? Mm-hmm. So we don't have that yet, but that's certainly going to be the next step in the research. I would have to believe. Yeah. I thought it would be interesting to see, you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I've, this is what's so exciting about nutrition is that it's an ever-evolving science. Mm-hmm. Um, and we because we don't always know exactly what everything is doing in our body, Mm-hmm. that there's always going to be research into this and we're always going to be looking for more things. But what I love about this is that, you know, omega-3 fatty acids are such a crucial, uh, important nutrient. We call them essential mm-hmm. because our body can't make these on our, on its own. Mm-hmm. We have to get it from foods that we eat. Mm-hmm. And because we don't eat a lot of these uh, types of foods that give it give us these omega-3s, we find that a lot of people are deficient in this mm-hmm. and they don't necessarily realize that they are. Mm-hmm. So, and unfortunately, you know, the whole definition of a chronic disease is that it takes time to develop mm-hmm. and then it becomes, you know, more serious as people get older. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, will you have a link of different omega threes that you would recommend to your clients? Yes, we'll put a link in there. You know, there are a variety of different uh, formulations of fish oil. You know, they, you know, the technology in fish oil now is really great, and you, know, you can purify it to get rid of any mercury that's in it. And then also, they can sort of play with the concentrations of DHA versus EPA mm-hmm. in the fish oil. So. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can get formulations where the DHA is in a much higher concentration than mm-hmm. the EPA is. Mm-hmm. So, and not not that we don't need both, mm-hmm. but you know, what you get a good level of EPA, but then you could almost have double the amount of DHA mm-hmm. in there if you get a specific formulation. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll have link to uh, a couple of formulations. Well, D, thank you for another informative week. Diet Science is the official podcast for Process Free America. We're a nonprofit dedicated to eliminating childhood and adult obesity through nutrition education to both young and old. You can catch this podcast and lots of other great podcasts and articles at processedfreeamerica.org. This is Dee McCaffrey, and until next time, go forth and be healthy. <laughs>